Hey, this is Jessica, and I'm here to let you know that this episode of Talking With Our Mouthful was recorded when we here in Toronto were still in stage two of reopening during the COVID-19 pandemic. Right now, we're in stage three, which has been amazing so far. But with school starting up and our daily case numbers still consistently in the triple digits, we need to remind everyone to please stay safe. While life is looking more and more normal, the pandemic isn't over, and the risk of infection is still very real. So please, wear something to cover your face when you go out. Practice social distancing. Maintain your social bubble with care. Now is not the time to get complacent. More than ever, we need to be mindful of one another. We need to have each other's backs. We need to make sure that everyone is safe and healthy until COVID-19 is gone for good. Thank you. Welcome back to another episode of Talking With Our Mouths Full. I'm Nightingale Nguyen. And I'm Michael Chan. We are here today with a powerhouse of a guest. She's a mom, an actor, an entrepreneur who owns a production company. She enjoys working on set in front of or behind the camera. She has a dream to make her own film in the future. She is, drumroll please... Melody Sung! Hey Melody, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I love the intro. Thank you so much. You made my day. You're very welcome. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Like I said to many people, uh, I'm surviving. (laughs) Still alive. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy actually. I'm good. Thanks. Well, how uh, how has it been since the pandemic started and you started self-isolating? Because you have two kids, right? I do, and they're little. I, one, one is five, my daughter. Mm-hmm. She's a diva. You met her. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and you know how much energy she has? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I have a two and a half years old little boy. Aww. So so she needs uh, he needs a lot of attention from me. Uh, so yes, they, they keep me busy because all the daycares and schools are closed. And uh, yeah, from uh, the lockout, uh, I've been with them um, basically since uh, March 15th. I still remember the date. So so we're home, and me and my husband, we both work from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I work with a client, uh, basically uh, almost full-timely and overtimely sometimes. Uh, so And I have to take care of two kids. Yeah, that's my life. <laughs> like, I have a two and a half year old. Well, not almost two and a half, but like, yeah, she is a handful. I can't even imagine how I would be with two. So it's amazing that you're surviving. <laughs> yeah, I just see, I just see more gray hairs on me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I, I've seen a lot more gray and white in my hair too ever since this yeah. thing started. Oh my god. I, yeah. I think I age like ten years. <laughs> yeah, I really feel like that. I, I totally agree. I, I do feel like that. You you won't know nothing, girl. Like once you become like us, you will say the same thing. I guarantee okay. you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the future. <laughs> I will. I will embrace the gray hair. <laughs> Of course, okay. Nightingale, you look like a teenager right now, so it's going to be a long time before you yeah, look I think like so. us. So I basically, I look the same from the last time you met me, like 10 years back. Yep, I you haven't changed at all since the day I met you on Degrassi. So. 
Well, it's good to、uh, not to have kids sometimes because you keep looking younger. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We envy you, Nightingale. Yes. <laughs> so,、uh, what's the food situation like for you, Melody? Well,、uh, you know, we try to cook at home.、Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I like cooking actually. When I have time, I do cook.、Um, we we my husband was the one going out for grocery shopping because he wants. Want everyone to be safe.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I got tired cooking because I have to cook different meals.、Mm-hmm. Uh, for information, you know,、uh, my husband is pure vegetarian,、oh. and I eat meat. So、uh, sometimes I have to force myself to cook more than one dishes.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if、That's、you're cooking、challenge. pasta, basically you have to have like. Uh, a little bit meat pasta, or you know, one 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 just cheese pasta, or something like that. You know, so you have to make it different.、Um, so I I did take out a few times because I really miss something from my hometown and、mm-hmm. I could couldn't make it. So I that's what we do. That adds a lot of work actually, other than just watching kids and working. Because I was going to say, wow, so two kids, two people with different diets. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. One person, one person. Okay. Yeah, well, well, my I husband helps. God, I, I can't take. <laughs> he's okay. My husband. He, he sometimes I tell. I just tell him. Okay, I, I. Okay, why don't you cook for yourself? <laughs> I'm so tired. I just cook for me and kid. He said, "Okay, it's fine." You know, we we try to balance.、Yeah. Otherwise,、that's、we'll、good. burn out. Yeah. Have you had any jerk chicken lately? No, no. I, I really miss all the varieties of the food in Toronto. Cause like I I'm I'm so foodie. I love to try all kinds of food. I'm not scared of to eat all the even strange food. Like you may not never try, Michael. And and jerk chicken is one of my favorites because I love the spice, you know.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, I I don't know how to make it. That's a point. Because when I know something I cannot make, I just try them. I just go to a restaurant. I just try、yeah. them. <laughs> so, but I can't. I don't. We don't have many、uh, jerk chicken、uh, stores near my home. Uh, where, so I, uh, I haven't had it for like really long time. I feel. Yeah. Where whereabouts are you in the GTA? Oh, we are、uh, South Etobicoke near、uh, Mississauga. So we don't really have much. So you're you're closer to Nightingale. Huh? Really? Oh. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> oh, you know, same area. <laughs> Oh, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk privately. Yeah, you can、nice. the address. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! I was just, I'm just saying. Wow, that's two people from Etobicoke. Cool. I'm the odd one out. I'm from the north. I'm in Richmond Hill, which is, by the way, where Anil's Taste of the Islands is. It's my favorite place to get jerk chicken、uh, in Richmond Hill. Actually, in 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 Toronto and the GTA, this is my absolute. Favorite place to get jerk chicken, which is why we're featuring them today. I actually got an order of their jerk chicken and an order of their oxtail. Mm. Oh, I love oxtail. So I used DoorDash, mind you. I didn't. I didn't go pick it up. Normally I would, but I didn't have enough time today, so I got DoorDash. So let's see. I have rice that has kidney beans in them. I also、yes. have the like a little container of coleslaw. So、yes. anyways, nice. So I've never had the oxtail at Anil's. 
No? Yeah. No, not not Eat not it. for Meniels. I've had it elsewhere, but Eat it oh, okay. now. Eat it now. I'm just going to say every time I go to Meniels it's just for jerk chicken because that's what I like, but you know, we're featuring them today. So I have to get something new, right? So yeah, I'm right, gonna right, eat right. it. Oxtail in your mouth now. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so Anil's Taste of the Islands, located at 10220 Young Street, Richmond Hill, Ontario. Hi. Located in walking distance between Covernose Coffee House and Three Coins Open Kitchen. <laughs> yes, it is hot food. Wow. Oh my okay? god. Is that really okay? spicy? Yep. But it's so good. Oh my god. As a note, when you come into Neil's Taste of the Islands, if you're not that great with spice, apparently Michael and I are not. I don't know about mm -hmm. you, Melody, about spicy food, but. Oh, I love it. <laughs> their hot sauce is made in house from a combination of ghost and habanero peppers and can be added to your dish according to your heat preference. So let them know what your spice preference is, and if you want authentic Caribbean food like Michael, you gotta go in blind. My, my Michael, are you there? <laughs> He's there. Yep. He's there. I'm, I'm trying to uh, cool. So, did they deliver like um, um, extremely spicy level for you, or what? This is medium. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and it sounds really spicy. It sounds really. Wow! Spicy. How am I going to continue? How am I going to continue this today? <laughs> it's okay, Michael. I will continue. <laughs> Thanks. No, I but... really want to try it now. Is there? I really um... want to try it. Oh wow! No, it's really good. Like it, it tastes amazing. Like obviously, in between the waves of heat that are hitting me, just I, I, it's like a. It's, it's authentic like a, Caribbean spice. Yep. Just imagine so, a sound wave, and every peak is a punch to my mouth. Well, I think you—it's too spicy. That's why your ears start hearing some weird sound. Oh yeah. But okay, okay. <laughs> So, Melody, um, are there any jerk chicken places that you particularly like and remember the name of? Not really, but in Etobicoke, there's a festival every year. I think it's a, uh, in uh, Centennial Park. Oh. Yeah, there's a few in Centennial. There's like the um, the Rib Fest, and there's a few other ones. Yeah, and there's, there's a also a kind of... Butter Tart Festival, too. B oh, yeah? Butter Tart? <laughs> yeah, Butter Tart. <gasps> It's one of my favorite desserts. There is a caravan festival. Uh, I went there before. Uh, so you can see all the, you know, uh, like a restaurant. They had a lot of local restaurant, caravan restaurant. They have a, a station there. So you can try uh, the food there. And it's really popular. I went there once with my daughter. And sometimes I'm not very particular to one restaurant. Like I said, if I, I was just there and I want to have it, I, I just just go to buy the food but for the jerk chicken I find it's because I'm from a place called Sichuan in China mm -hmm. people there eat very spicy food I think you call it Zichuan here yeah. Zichuan? Uh, is it the four vi uh, four villages the uh, translation from Chinese to English yeah yeah four villages that's correct yeah yeah, yeah. Sichuan <laughs> yep yeah sorry Sichuan. I'm Cantonese yeah. so so uh, so so uh, we love spicy food so I Basically, that built my uh, taste. Uh, so I, I love like Indian food. I love uh, uh, Caribbean food because they, mm. there are a lot of spice. And I love uh, Thai food. Um, I also actually like Vietnamese food too. Yes, so that is my favorite. Yeah, I love Vietnamese. Uh, Vietnamese spicy is a little bit healthy spicy, I find. 
with less <laughs> oil. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I find it relatively healthier than uh, Sichuan food. Yeah. So let me ask you, Melody. Yeah, sure. Have you had? Have you ever had the McDonald's Sichuan sauce when they had it? <laughs> I heard about that a lot. You've and people it? wrote articles about that. Yep. Uh, and no, I've never had it. And oh. I, 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 I thought you had to line up for that. So I kind of okay, forget about that. <laughs> Not I, uh, into it. Yeah, I never had it. So I, I keep trying to find someone who has had it to see what they. <laughs> I'm sorry, of it. I can't oh, tell you. <laughs> oh, it's okay. But I, I have a quick story about Sichuan food. So okay. when I was, uh, I think, like in my early twenties, I went with my parents to um, this restaurant that was fusion. Uh, Sichuan Shanghai fusion food and we got this bowl it had soup and lots of meats and vegetables in it and we asked them to make it as mild as possible because I'm a spice wimp and when it came out I could see like the peppercorns floating at the top already and I'm like okay it can't be that spicy right so anyways three bites later I broke out in a rash <gasps> did oh, no. you eat the peppercorn no, no, that's just that's just from like the broth and some of the meat. Oh, I, I love yeah. them. I don't eat them, but they are they bring the taste like so well, and it makes your tongue feel numb, right? A lot of people don't know about them. They think they are regular peppers. They're different, actually. Yeah, they are. <laughs> but I just yeah, Sichuan food is so like it's so good. It's so good, but also so. So hot. <laughs> it is hot. It is hot. Yeah. So, yeah. So, speaking of uh, Sichuan, is that Do you where you're born? feel better now? I, I, I haven't had another bite of the oxtail since the oh, first time eating the rice, but I'm, I'm about to have another. So, that's why I'm trying okay, to like, let me push towards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to push towards your childhood, okay. Melody. So, you're from, are you from Sichuan, China? Yeah. Yes, I am. I am from Sichuan, China. It's a very beautiful place. I really recommend everyone to go there because it's like a place with a lot of mountains and uh, green colors. You know, the weather is a little bit humid, but it's very nice. It's not as cold as Canada. Uh, it's rare, very rare to see snow there, um, but you can see obvious four seasons. And uh, the food is great. Uh and there's like uh, the cap capital of Sichuan is Chengdu. Mm -hmm. So you go there, it's very advanced actually, it's quite divided. Um, and people love that place because that's a, they call that uh, city of leisure. So basically people there, you go there. A lot of people from other cities just go to Chengdu to have a vacation because you get all the food, good food there. And it's a, such a, a relaxing city and you go there you don't feel too much stress it's a little bit like Montreal I, I will say really yeah it's a little bit like Montreal uh, that kind of life lifestyle oh. uh, that's why people love that place and you can travel uh, in Sichuan you see a lot of uh, great uh, places with uh, natural scenarios uh, yeah I really recommend them like people to go mm. there yeah so growing up, what was it like growing up there? Like, was the education like? What was the what was the food like at home? Food at home is always good. Like you know, they say like Sichuan men in Sichuan, they are every one of them are 
most of them are really good uh, chef. Really? I've never yeah, heard of Sichuan, This is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, a lot of girls, they marry Sichuanese guy because they know how to cook. <laughs> oh. Uh, and uh, my dad does know for sure. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, life is there is like relatively easy because, uh, you know, they in the uh, province there are a lot of agriculture going on like uh, you you don't lack of anything so you they just produce and they sell in the market and then you can just like uh, uh buy them very fresh mm -hmm. so i think my childhood was pretty good actually it's any, really like um, kind of wild <laughs> any uh, sichuan dishes you can uh, talk about from oh your yeah oh there are so many but i i eat all the weird food i don't think you will like it um okay one thing i know here you can get is like hot pot mm -hmm. right and hot pot you, you see uh, all the varieties like yours also vietnamese hot pot i like them um a sichuan hot pot is more like a spicy type um and the good thing is the ingredients you you they have all kinds of uh, ingredients other than meat, like other than the lamb or uh, beef slices. There are other things you can eat, yeah. Like so you intestines. mentioned some of them are weird, <laughs> like? Uh, like? I like uh, intestines. I love intestines. Okay. I think that's um, pretty normal. Is it? Oh, uh -huh. I didn't know that. Okay, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. No, it's normal. Okay. I, I get it all the time when I do hot pot. Oh, what about the beef uh, stomach? Yeah, I love beef stomachs. It's one of my favorite things. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And even in Vietnamese food, I, I order a tripe, right? You call that tripes. Yeah, the tripes. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I love those. Um, so uh, you and we, especially from Sichuan, we eat uh, pork brain in hot pot. Pork uh, brain? Oh, wow. Yeah. I've never, yeah. I've never had that. Yeah, it's really tasty. <laughs> <laughs> it looks scary, though, at the beginning <laughs> before you cook it. Um, so, uh, yeah, we eat that. Uh, what else? Like, there are so many strange things we, we ate back to home pump, but we don't get supplies here. Yeah. But, yeah, try try the pork brand. If you go to an authentic hot pot place next time, in, even in Toronto, you can ask the boss if they have it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I know that uh, in the Philippines, there's a, um, a pig's brain gravy, and it's like a dish there. Yeah? Okay, it's yeah. good to know. I'm yeah. going to try that next time I go to a Filipino restaurant. So so that's the thing. I think hot pot is something I will recommend to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and um, what else? Uh, the fish, the boiled fish. They call that boiled fish. It's actually spicy. I don't know if that's the same thing you had, Michael, when you were... Uh, like, it was we 20 years steamed, ago. <laughs> we just have steamed fish, so... Oh, I, so on top of that, it's like... Um, uh, red spice, right? The chili, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I know that one. Okay, okay, okay. Those are good too. Yeah, those are really good. So, so um, yeah, moving away from food for a sec. Uh, <laughs> what, what was yeah, I get school hungry. like? What was what was school like uh, um, in China um, growing up? Because I heard your same. education system is pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's pretty tough. Like, since you were little, you were told, oh, you have to go to university. You have to pass this entrance uh, uh, ex exam when you turn 18. So since you were little in elementary, elementary school, you hear that a lot mm -hmm. from your parents. It's really tough to get into university in China, especially if you're from my hometown, because really? that's one of the pr provinces with less 
numbers of entrance. Because each province, you have certain numbers of entrance. Oh. Uh, some provinces get more and some mm. less, which is unfair, but that's how it is. So you have to pass the exam uh, after uh, grade 12. We call that senior high school, right, in, in China. Okay. So, so you have everybody's working towards that since they were grade one. They, they are going to be told, okay, you have to pass this and have a good score so that you can choose which university you want to go, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of stress. How, um, I guess, how how much does it influence your future and like your career prospects and all that, depending on what university you go to mm -hmm. in China? Yeah, because, you know, in China, in my age, I think now it's a little bit better because mm -hmm. uh, parents are wiser. But my when I was little, back then, uh, the only way to go to another bigger city like Beijing, Shanghai, Mm -hmm. uh, is uh, you 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 go to a better university in Beijing or Shanghai you and you, you can get a job there then you can stay there okay wow. so uh, yeah that's a system right so my you like as a kid first of all you didn't really you were not wise enough to know what you really wanted to do when you were a little kid mm -hmm. so you were just doing the parents what parents told you and you know you probably want to pass this like exam, the entrance exam, and then you know you will decide a major and mm -hmm. then maybe you can work in a bigger company to, you know, start building up your life. So really like when I was little I didn't really have any plan. <laughs> Unlike the kids nowadays, I I feel they have a lot of thoughts and they, they are just working straight towards that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also the system, you know, yeah, you, I had no choice, basically. Yeah. Was there, in your education, was there any room for the arts? Uh, yes. In fact, <laughs> believe it or not, I, I learned piano when I was five wow. for a half year. And I even performed on stage. I still have my black and white photos for that memory. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, but I stopped, so we continue, uh, you know, uh, working on the uh, study and other things. And But because that time, a lot of parents think learning art will take some energy or time from the kid. Mm -hmm. So they rather focus on the study itself. Right. So my, my mom was, like, a little bit more open-minded. Um, but still, you know, the environment was like that, right? So mm -hmm. people just went with the flow um, but some people I know they, they had better opportunities to study art yeah because yeah I always I always hear about I guess how practical minded the Chinese mm -hmm. culture is when it comes to raising children right and you want True. your kids to get a well-paying job a stable job and all that which is why I, I'm, I'm always curious to meet people from China who are artists like yourself you know, how mm -hmm. that side of you gets cultivated amidst a kind of culture you grew up with. So speaking of which, I, I, I do know that you went to McGill University, right? Yes. So I, I, yeah, is that go when ahead. you came to Canada or did you come before? Uh, no, I actually, when I arrived in Canada, it's my first, uh, you know, uh, degree I did. Uh, so, so I went to McGill directly. To study human resources management. Right. From, uh, you went from China to McGill, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. And did so, you go to university in China? 
I did actually. Oh. I, I I went to I did my undergraduate in English language, <laughs> uh, and wow. um, uh, uh, for like uh, four years. Yeah. Mm. So so I graduated there. Uh, so most people from my major will go to become a teacher in in mid middle school, or they become uh, interpreters, or they be, uh, they uh, they become some. You know, they can work on a TV, in a TV station doing some like international news. Right. Um, however, especially the last two, if you want to become interpreter or becoming someone in media, you need some connection in China. Right. Yeah. So I, I didn't go because I, I basically I didn't even try those ways. I just came to uh, Canada directly after I graduated. Right. And what, sorry, what did you take in McGillia? I, uh, management. Management. Okay. Yes. So, what uh, originally, I guess, what was your intention with that uh, education from McGill? Well, you know, like you said, you want to have some skill set, mm -hmm. and then you can find a job. Because <laughs> um, I, I didn't want to live with my parents' uh, money. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not from a rich family. We're just so-so. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I always uh, had a side job, even when I was in China. Mm -hmm. I, I went to teach kids English, or you know, I went to host an event or show. On you know, for those big brands, they do the street. What do you call that? Street show, road show. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I was the MC, so I got paid. Um, so that is like how I kind of. Uh, Kind of a balance my study life with my my own interests plus making a little bit extra money for myself. Right. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, for the McGill study, I I chose uh, human resource management by myself because I think that would be suitable for my personality, and I would I should find a job after that. Mm -hmm. That's quite ideal that time. That that's the thought I had. So yeah. was, uh, how was the um, transition from life in China to life in Canada for you? It's not easy. It's pretty, uh, there are challenges, right? Uh, mm -hmm. There are challenges when you came to a new country and you didn't have any friends. Like I, I didn't have friends and uh, I had to make friends and I had to uh, <laughs> survive from my examinations. <laughs> Because here, the lecturers, like they gave in school, was so different from China. Mm -hmm. And I had to read everything fully in English, although I did English study in China. But the textbook about management, math, economics are in English. And the um, writing is so different from what I learned. I was like, I remember the first um, uh, midterm I, I did for a subject called uh, organizational behavior. I still remember that. I almost gave up. I cried so much. Oh. I couldn't finish reading before the exam. I didn't understand most of the things they were talking about mm -hmm. on the textbook. I, even on the in the classes, I was not sure if I understood it. So I was so stressful, trust me. Yeah, but after the first semester, I was better. <laughs> it's just the first one, yeah, it's so hard. And then on top of all that, you chose a university in a French-speaking province. <laughs> yeah, right. I, so, I was even, I was too ambitious. I was too confident, <laughs> I guess. 
<laughs> hey, you're still here. That that that's amazing, right? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> did you did you find find it difficult? Because I mean, on you're balancing coming from China, having to study in English, and then you're in a French town. How did you communicate with people? <laughs> like, did they, were they、oh. willing to speak English with you? Yeah, yeah, it's not that bad in Montreal actually, because、uh, McGill is in downtown, right center. Yeah. And、uh, our school is an English school, and everybody speaks English perfectly.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, so I always like just stay in downtown area. <laughs> Even my my rental place are like walking distance.、Uh, you know, the typical student life. So you don't go too far from your school, <laughs>、uh, so it's okay. Like people are really friendly in Montreal. That's, That's good to hear. That's why I, I I didn't get a big depression, I guess.、Um, <laughs> yeah, but the start study part, like really, you remind me the first like three months I was in Montreal. It's so stressful. It's not easy. Yeah, even like after I graduated from school, I had to find a job. It's another story. Yeah, it, it's. It's difficult too. It was, yeah. I guess that was going to be my next question for you, which is: so you graduate from McGill, and again, you are in a French town, so you have to try to find work. Was like, did you learn French while you're at McGill? <laughs> I tried,、um, but I find when I started learning French, I couldn't speak English anymore. Oh, that makes That's sense. That's very strange because I was. Like kind of new for English country speaking country, so I'm tr- still trying to figure out, you know, how to properly talk in English.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes I still don't talk properly now.、Uh, but、uh, in in Quebec, like when I start learning French, the pronunciation is so different.、Mm-hmm. I remember, like, <laughs> do you know the word marché? Yeah, marché like, means market mar- or、yeah. yeah, exactly. Thank you. I still pronounce it. See,、uh, so after <laughs> that word, I don't know how to pronounce market. Oh. I kind of, kind of, I just don't know. It's just paused. I was like, "How do I pronounce that that word in in English?" <laughs> so that kind of triggered, like, okay, I should stop. I give myself a reason to stop learning French because I forgot my English at that point. So which is not good actually, because I have to study English.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so I didn't really learn, but my trust me, my、uh, French is good enough to read.、Um, uh, Road sign,、mm-hmm. and not to get a ticket on street parking, and order in a restaurant. That's, that's all you need to know. That's better than <laughs>、yeah. a lot of people. That's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> so,、uh, when did you come to Toronto? I think I came here twice. In fact,、oh. the first time was after my first job. I was a little bit sick, but. I got get recovered, so I decided to come to Toronto to find another job because I heard there were more opportunities. So I moved here alone.、Mm-hmm. I was single that time, and then I tried to、uh, go for interviews, you know, and live. I lived in a shared apartment with another three person、oh, in、wow. different rooms, of course. But it's a house; they just split it.、Mm-hmm. And then、um, in East York, I still remember it. And um, uh, so every day I went for interviews and tried to keep myself up, being positive, you know, spending on my saving. <laughs> <laughs>、um, and、uh, I that year I moved five times、oh、in one、God. year. Yeah, and then eventually I got a short time 
job um, from office team. I don't know if you heard about them. Uh, uh, no. It's like they replace administration, uh, administrative to a short time contract, like maybe two months or one month, oh, sometimes one week. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, so I, I was with them for a while, and then I got an offer from Montreal from someone I know before, I knew mm -hmm. before, and then I moved back. But during the year, because of the, you know, the uh, apartment changing, uh, I had to move like literally five times uh, until I was settled again in Montreal. So I just moved back. So, when did acting come into play? Like, when did you start that? I, I'm waiting for you to ask this question. <laughs> um, and I always had this in my blood, I feel. But it was never giving a... Um, nobody encouraged me to do that when I was little. I feel I always had the artistic something in, in, in my heart. Right. Right? So uh, I was always like performing on the stage for dancing or singing. I was not shy. But nobody actually said, okay, Melody, you can be a, uh actor in China because I don't look like the typical actor in China on TV. Um, and honestly, in China, actor has two reputations, Act, especially actress. Those are, uh, both are not good. Oh, so, that's not good? No, those are not good, yeah. Uh, so that's why no, not many parents, especially traditional parents, from my age, my parents' age, they, they won't encourage their kids to become actors. They rather you get a job in accounting or management or you know something more stable, like you said. Right. Uh, so I never got anyone telling me I can really try to be an actor. But I tried something when I was trying to go to a university in China. I tried to uh, uh, do a test in. Um, Shanghai Drama Academy. Mm -hmm. It's uh, one of the uh, biggest academy uh, in, in China for, for art, uh, for performing art. Uh, so uh, I tried to uh, go to their, uh, what do you call that, um, screenwriting program. Mm -hmm. And so I passed their tests for screenwriting because they give you like three, four tests and they eliminate uh, one. Uh, for three, four rounds, I got the green lights to go to apply for their, uh, you know, a major. Means mm -hmm. I passed all the tests already, so I could be a screenwriter if I, I joined them, but I didn't join them. <laughs> so unfortunately, I didn't join them uh, because my parents said, "Okay, you need to study English because you can get a better job," and we don't have connection in 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 uh, acting or you know performing arts. Why do you choose that? So, you know, that happened, right? Mm -hmm. So that's always in my blood. I want to say, okay, to answer your question, I started pursuing my acting uh, by accident because I was, you know, when I just moved to uh, Toronto the second time, I was uh, between the job. Mm -hmm. So I was checking Kijiji. I think it's a Craigslist or something. Yeah, Craigslist. And then I saw someone looking for an actress, like Chinese. I was like, okay, let me try. So I sent some photos. Like, uh, look at those photos now. Uh, hello. Hello. Hey again. Okay. Can you hear me? Here. Yes. I don't know what happened. There was like a loud clicking noise. And oh, that's weird. Uh, so you said you uh, saw on Craigslist. Yes. So I saw someone a... posting that. 
Yes. Yeah. So I just applied, mm-hmm. right? They were looking for a Chinese woman my age to be in a commercial. So so I sent my photos. Those are the, you know, regular photos. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then they called me for audition. So that time I didn't know what audition is. And they will call me to an apartment building. Uh, so I was worried. I took my husband with me for the audition. My eyebrows are raised. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, but, you know, fortunately, it's it's a real audition. Oh, it's probably great. just a small agent who's trying to do that. He's a right. startup agent. So they can't afford to rent a place uh, right. to do that. Um, so they took my video. Like one guy actually took my video and my husband was there. So I was not worried. Yeah. Uh, they said, submit it to client and they decide to hire me. To to and it's a principal <laughs> uh, role for no frills, uh, so so yeah, that's my first acting gig. It's it was fun, and from that point, I felt I really enjoyed it, and I felt it whatever in deeply in my heart in my blood mm-hmm. start coming out because you when you don't didn't experience what you really liked, you didn't know how happy you could be, right? Yeah, because you feel the achievement. Uh, you feel, uh, you know, uh, you, your excitement doing the thing you love. And uh, when I did try it, I feel, oh, my God, you know, I think I really like it. And I tried, tried a few, another few, and it was quite good. Um, and uh, even for auditions, I, I didn't really get discouraged if I was rejected or nobody called me back. I just enjoyed, the, you know, the whole thing. So I feel, okay, maybe I really love it. So I decided, okay, I will try more and more and more. Even though I had a full-time job before, I, I didn't stop doing that. Of course, that time I didn't have kids, so I had yeah. a little bit more time <laughs> to do auditions, right? Yeah. So that's how, yeah, that's how I, seriously, I started thinking I should, you know, keep doing this to ma- make myself happy. Yeah. So when did the production company come along in your acting career? Yeah, um, you know, like I said, I was not scared of rejection. It didn't, it didn't discourage me. Yeah. Uh, however, I feel being an actor for myself is not going to satisfy my needs because there are a lot of competitions, and then, you know, my look is not perfect for everything, and I understand that fully, mm-hmm. right? And uh, we, uh, so I think maybe I should start something by myself, so at least I can be part of the production, not. I don't have to be the actor, but right. I can be something behind the camera. So I start thinking since I learned something by myself during my other gigs, because mm-hmm. I was always there, right? I went to some you know union projects afterwards, and even uh, at the beginning it was like a little bit smaller production. So I, I went to all kind of your production. So I kind of learned. So I know uh, with my uh, management skills because I studied management. Remember. Mm-hmm. So there is a class called project management. So I actually studied that too. So I think I can really make it happen because I know how to plan and I, I know how to put all the resources together and give a timeline. So I start thinking maybe I should do it if I have a chance. So that's how it started. And, and I feel after uh, I started that, it's the same thing as, you know, the satisfaction I again from the production hmm. but it's a lot of work 
Yeah. It's, I feel it's a lot of work. Yeah. Do you But, find yeah. that? Oh, I was going to ask. Do you find that nowadays you prefer being in front of or behind the camera?、Mm, it's hard. Okay, if I have choices, I would say I prefer in front.、Mm-hmm. I don't want to lie because I really enjoy the, you know,、um, how do you say that? You you guys are actors. You 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 can you know pretend you're another person. You go went through a different life. Yeah. You know, and、uh, that's that's different. I I don't know how to describe it. Being behind the camera, it's it's good too. It's good, but it, it's.、Um, If I have, if I must choose, and if I was guaranteed, okay, Melody, you will have job every day. <laughs> I will choose being an actor, honestly. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I I get it. It's it's there's nothing like the feeling of practicing this craft. Yes. Being yes. Being able to explore different aspects of who you are when you bring out the characters that you play, right? Yes. Yes. Exactly. So, but I, I know I can't do anything all by myself. So, yeah, it's yeah. rough. I, I find a lot of people they have this really、uh, romanticized vision of what being an actor is. You know, they think we have this glamorous life where we're always playing different parts and we're rich and famous. But like ninety nine percent of us are like. We need other jobs. Yeah, we we don't work as much as we wish we could, right? Yeah. So exactly. What about Nightingale? I think your major is acting, right? Uh, I did sociology, and then I took a lot of acting courses on the side. Oh right. Okay. So, but that, yeah, I feel she. I for some reason I feel she was from a acting background. I don't know why. <laughs> Well, I mean, I I met Nightingale when she was a teenager, so she's been doing it for a long time. For a long time, okay, that's why, yeah. So,、um, so I think you you guys understand what I meant. Like, the, I think it's not only about the money. These things, yeah, money is good,、uh, but it's more about your your achievement, self achievement,、mm-hmm. and you realize that's the thing you want to do, and then you just. At, at least we found that we found the goal. We found what we want to do, and I, I know a lot of people in the world they don't really, they haven't found their goal yet. They are、mm-hmm. just going with the flow. So we should be happy for that. We should. So, are there any projects or upcoming projects you're able to talk about? Uh, it's hard because after the COVID nineteen, um. Uh, all the projects are being canceled or、yep. <laughs> paused. You know, you don't know when they are going to start. Yeah. So basically, I、uh, because I have management background,、mm. right? So, and I I had in my past uh, uh, job experience, career experience. I I used to do marketing,、mm-hmm. and production itself is quite related to marketing because it's how like we're producing commercial. You have to know what. Story you are telling, what's the feature of the product you want to show, and how to show that. So it's quite related.、Uh, so I got a contract from a client.、Uh, it's a fashion brand,、uh, Activewear.、Hmm. Uh, so they will.、Uh, I'm doing working on the global marketing strategy. Right. And for them, it's a little bit production involved, but it's more like the、uh, working with、uh, influencers for some、right. self tape content. So yes, this、uh, is like a very 
different from our regular production uh, because of the COVID. Yeah, they really yeah. COVID really has changed a lot of how the industry is running. And I suspect, you know, because I just saw the guidelines for reopening the industry in Ontario. And oh, my God, I don't think we're going to be the same for a very long time. No, I don't think so. I think it's uh, you still have to be very careful. And sometimes I'm very careful. I, I think there might be a second wave if they open the production. Mm-hmm. Um, especially imagine if, if you're in a studio, there are so many people together there. Yeah. How can you prevent that, right? So, so you don't know. But we can keep going because everything is changing really fast. We need yeah. to figure out what to do. That's oh, it. Yeah. I'm yeah. like trying to imagine what a uh, what our addition rooms are going to look like moving forward like can you imagine like we used to be packed into a waiting room right like, i know sometimes you have a cattle call there's like a hundred of us sitting inside uh, one of the studios waiting to be called into the room and now i'm like okay we can't do that are we all going to be locked in little like plastic cubicles <laughs> Well, yeah, we, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. So, but also think about all the people who have who wear makeup to their audition room, and a lot of people wear masks, right? So it's like, yeah, can you actually use the washroom to like retouch your makeup or not? I, and even just, the makeup, how can they do that? Like, there, you cannot keep social distance between makeup and the actor. Oh, right. It's, it's going to be well i assume for makeup it'll be like how they are encouraging hair salons to reopen right there's going to be you can't keep away from each other so there's going to be ways i don't know how someone needs to invent some kind of like suit that makeup artists can wear to keep them completely inside yeah <laughs> the suit like a like like you know those radiation suits that has yeah suits? yeah yeah yeah. Just for makeup artists, with event. Oh, like, they are not them. going to be comfortable in that. <laughs> nope. Nope. No. Uh, well, the good thing is, I don't know who who does your haircut, Michael. Oh, now uh, I uh, right now nobody. I haven't cut my oh. hair. Oh. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, I have developed my new skills of haircut, haircutting nice. at home for the past three months, because my I I cut my boy's hair. Yeah. My daughter will never let me touch her hair, and but my my husband, I, he let me cut his hair once. So I'm trying to practice the skills. It's fun. I like it. Maybe it's I, gonna uh, be my next job. <laughs> Maybe I I just I don't want to touch my hair because I'm still auditioning, and I don't want to mess it up to the point where I ruin an audition because they they're shocked by the person they see. <laughs> I'd rather them know that. I have long, like, I'd rather they see me with longer hair than a really weird haircut. <laughs> yeah. Too distracting. But um, speaking of your husband, um, yeah. last thing I kind of want to ask you about is he's not Chinese. He's right? not. No. So, and that's amazing. Where, where'd you meet him? I met him in Montreal, actually. Ah. We, we went to the same class for project management. So I met him there. Oh. So we've known each other f- for how long? Like uh, 12 years, 13 years. It's pretty long. And uh, what's his ethnic background? Oh, he's an Indian. Indian? From India, yeah. He's a, oh, he's from in- India. 
Yeah, he's from. He's not the second generation or third generation. He's from India. He still has the very interesting accent. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I've, I've never actually met him, so I have no idea. No, you've never <laughs> met him. No, no you've never no. met him. Yeah. So he's from India. Yeah. Wow. So how do you、uh, how do you navigate the cultural differences between the two of you? It's really hard, actually. We still had something here and there nowadays, but. Uh, for example, I tell you,、uh, I said he's vegetarian, right?、Mm-hmm. And he's not a vegetarian by the healthy reason, or you know, his choice is made by his parents when he was born.、Oh. Okay, it's a religious choice, and uh, uh, he, when he came here, he because he's really,、uh, really Indian. There are a lot of things here,、uh, you. We know, and he he didn't know, like cultural reference, like something like that.、Right? Yeah. So,、uh, so yeah, we actually has some interesting stories.、Uh, so we we see things differently, we saw things differently, and we actually、uh, had arguments sometimes about you know how to teach kids, and are they going to be religious? What kind of religion you want them to be? We want them to be, or、mm-hmm. uh, you know, are they going to be vegetarian or non-vegetarian? So we we do have a lot of discussion about those things because we are from different backgrounds.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's the? I guess because you mentioned cooking at home. How, for example, you would have to cook two different meals, or sometimes you want him to cook for himself.、Um, culturally, like the cultural foods that、mm-hmm. you both know how to make. Like, do you have a mix of that at home? Like, do you sometimes? We like, do. Have you learned to cook Indian food, and has he learned、oh, yeah. to cook Chinese food? Oh、uh, yeah. Chinese food, he he only cook one dish called、uh, Yuxiang Qiezi. It's a、uh, eggplant. Oh.、And、like the yeah the 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 not the spicy one, but I don't know、uh, the the one with a little bit chili and it's boiled、mm-hmm. and eggplant stewed stewed eggplant. Yeah,、I、he learned on YouTube. <laughs> And、oh. that's his party, uh, party uh, Chinese dish. Like whoever, you know, invite us to uh, uh, potluck,、mm-hmm. and he will cook that, because、uh, <laughs> he feels like he, he might be the only vegetarian, and he wants to show、uh, show off his Chinese dish. So that's the one <laughs> he, he knows.、Uh, yeah, and、uh, I do know a few Indian food, because I learned、uh, on YouTube. I, I like cooking, right? Yeah.、Uh, so,、uh, but. Uh, my husband cannot. He he he's so into his mom's food, <laughs> and then I can never compare my food to my his mom's food. So I'm like, okay, this is the best I can do. You know, you eat or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>、uh, I'm so so sorry I said that, but yeah, it's true. Because、right? his mom is amazing. He, she came here once. So she was cooking for us every day. When with her, I could eat vegetarian every day because her food was so delicious. And so that's why I know, like his standard was there already, right? Is there?、Mm-hmm. So I can't really compare my cooking of England Indian food for that. But the,、uh, at my place, you can try all the, you know, Indian Chinese and sometimes the Western food or、mm-hmm. Canadian food.、Uh, we try to get a lot of different things. Like even sometimes we try Mexican.、Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Uh, and.、Uh, Uh, we try, and especially for kids, I want them to be open-minded for food. And we we eat sushi. 
Wait, wait. Sometimes give them sushi. I love sushi. Uh, so they will. Yeah. So I really want my kids to have an open mind.、Uh, I think that's quite important for the vibe. I want to teach them. Yeah. To just be open-minded, right? So, in terms of language, obviously you would be communicating with each other using English. But have you tried learning each other's language? I did try. <laughs> I、uh, I even bought a Rosetta Stone for <laughs> for Hindi,、um, and I I tried a little, and then I stopped、um, because when I whenever I try to communicate with my husband. He will just tell me, "Oh, it's not right. The way you say that was not right." And he doesn't teach me why I'm wrong. Because <laughs> for me, it sounds the same. Why you are right, right, right? I'm wrong. So imagine it's another language, right?、Yeah. So, so I'm like, I、oh, forget about that. We both speak English. Like he knows very simple Chinese, like the, you know, thank you, goodbye, or something simple. Yeah. And、uh, we speak a lot of English at home. And I'm kind of hoping my kids can learn a little bit Chinese.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was actually my next question. Like, what are your kids learning language-wise? Is it like English, French, and then Hindi and Chinese, or just English for now? Well,、uh, at the beginning, we plan to only speak to them in our own languages, but it's、uh, so hard because me and my husband, between us, we speak English. So when kids are there, they hear us speaking English, right? Right. So when you talk to them in Chinese, and it sounds so weird, and then and then started, especially during this lockdown,、uh, we are home all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of speaking English all the time, but sometimes I try to remind myself, oh my god, I have to speak some Chinese to my kids because they won't understand anything. And I, we plan to send my daughter to French merchant, merchant,、yeah. and I, I don't know what's gonna be like. When she joined it, so she's not there yet.、Uh, but next year, I think she will join、uh, SK. So、mm-hmm. they will have that program. We'll see. We'll see. I don't we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> so as we、uh, wind things down, I do believe Nightingale, you got some stuff on Instagram. Yes, I do. So from Instagram, I asked, "What do you miss eating?" And some people have said they miss the pineapple bun or the BLB. And then there's Pico Pizza. Then there's sushi and eating food with my friends. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I really miss that. Miss sitting in a restaurant and then、mm. just relax and you know chat a little bit. Ah,、oh, I really miss those social life. Oh man, you know when this is all over, we should all go for like a big meal together. Maybe get、yeah. some jerk chicken. Yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah. Yes. Why not? Or hot Which, pot, or hot pot, shabu shabu. Yes, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> jerk chicken, circling and the oxtail. Oxtail. I want to try、oh、the oxtail.、Yes. I really want to try. It's like high collagen. It's good for my skin.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but circling back around. Yeah. As we said at the top of the episode, we are featuring Anil's Taste of the Islands, and、uh, it seems my getting、uh, my tongue burned off. Uh, kind of stop Nightingale in the middle of her <laughs> blurb on her heels. So Nightingale, you want to finish it now that I'm、okay. you know, not dead? Yeah. Alrighty. So 
Um, at Anil's Taste of the Islands, they offer great foods such as jerk chicken, obviously, oxtail dishes, roti with various meat or vegetarian fillings. They also have catfish or shark entrees and more. And like I said earlier, if you're not great with spice, their hot sauce is created in-house with a combination of ghost and habanero peppers, so just let them know your heat preference. And not only will you find authentic food, you will find Anil Swat Singh, who greets everyone like family and that home-cooked meal feel. And a lot of customers, when they come to Anil's, not, they don't come for the great food. They actually come to talk with him because he loves talking with you. And according to YorkRegion.com, him and his wife Nisha came here from Trinidad over 30 years ago. And he said that every male he knows from the Caribbean, they fostered their love of food growing up, and they just... To put it simply, boys cook. So he tells his sons all the time, like, you learn to cook, no woman can take advantage of you. So that's just nice dating advice, man. Good <laughs> job, Anil. And in 2019, Anil's became number one on 811 places to eat in Richmond Hill by Restaurant Guru. Mm -hmm. And according to Yelp, Anil's is one of Canada's top 100 places to eat. That's in Canada. That's huge. Whoa. Yeah, like Canada's a huge place with lots of food, so the fact that yes. it's one of Canada's top 100 places to eat is crazy. That's amazing. And also, so basically, and to sum it all up, if you want to have great Caribbean food and meet a passionate restaurant owner and chef, you check out Anil's Taste of the Islands in Richmond Hill. You can find Anil's online at anil's.ca and on Facebook at Anil's Taste. During the quarantine, they are available for takeout, so head on over and get yourself Anil's Taste of the Islands for some amazing Caribbean food. Okay, we all have to go there once, once once we can safely go there. It is authentic. Michael can testify to their authentic spices. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, to bring everything to a close, Melody, thank you so much for sitting down with us today. We really appreciate you taking your time to chat with us, to give us some insight into your life and your career. Oh, thank you, because I, I, I think I, I'm so glad to talk to you and let people know about, you know, my immigrant life. <laughs> what is that like? And uh, how I find my passion. Um, so I hope, you know, people hear that. My, I hope they can, you know, get something from this topic. Um, and really, thank you so much. You're very welcome. So um, how can people connect with you online? Oh, they just can go to my Instagram. It's very easy, easy to search me. Uh, it's a melody, like the music, Shang, S-H-A-N-G, and then they will find my Instagram and they can message me from there. And if and, someone um, wants to hire your production company, what's oh, it yes. called? Yeah, they can go there too because you can directly message me from there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, what's your company called? Oh, my company, sorry. My company is called uh, uh, Dreaming uh, Studio. So if they uh, type dreaming, like dream, at eng dot ca, they will find my company a website. All right. And they awesome. can either shoot me an email or just, uh, you know, find my Instagram. I think that's the easiest way because I'm always on that. <laughs> Wonderful. Again, thank you. All right, Nightingale, how can people find you? Y'all can find me on Instagram at night.win. And I am on Instagram and Twitter as at Michael C.W. Chan. Plus, I have a website, michaeljan.ca. Listeners, as always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our episodes. We really appreciate all of your support. 
And as we bring this to a close, stay safe and stay, stay hungry. hungry. This has been Talking With Our Mouthful with Michael Chan and Nightingale Nguyen. Music by Bensound.com, Crafts by Janine Cantrell, Photography by E, and voiceovers by me, Jessica Chan. If you enjoy our adventures, please consider following or subscribing to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Want to connect with us? Maybe even participate in our podcast? Look for us on Instagram and Twitter at at TWOMF Podcast. And as always, stay hungry.